Stamps.com, postage on demand. Print your own postage and shipping labels in seconds. Click instantly, buy, and calculate exact postage. Print, print postage labels, envelopes, or plain paper. Mail a fixed postage and mail anywhere you want in the world. Give stamps.com a try. Get $5 in free stoppage postage. Check offer details on stamps.com. Corporate postage solutions have more than two locations. The stamps.com enterprise is a postage solution for you. Shipping solutions. Process and print shipping labels fast. Enjoy sh- shipping discounts and more. Stamps.com versus postage meters. The choice is clear. Stamps.com offers more features at a fraction of the cost. Approved licensed vendor of USPS. Save big with discounted rates from USPS and UPS. Stamps.com is an independent vendor of the USPS and UPS. Here's how it works. Open Stamps.com account. Simply click the Get Started button to sign up for Stamps.com and get access to all the services of the post office right from your computer 24-7. Even get discounts you can't get at the post office. Try it out with $5 free postage. Stamps.com will give you four weeks to see if they are right for you. Stamps.com is so confident you'll like them. They'll also throw in $5 free postage to you during the four weeks. Don't pay unless you stay. Cancel your account online or call 1-855-608-2607 to cancel with in the four-week trial period and pay no service fee. The monthly fee is just $17.99 plus applicable taxes, if any, including the first month. Your service will continue interrupted as long as you do not cancel. Your 24-7 post office. Send invoices, letters, packages, print, official USPS postage, domestic or international. No more guesswork. How much postage, what mail class, steps.com will figure out it, figure it out for you. Eliminate trips to the post office. Anything you can do at the post office, you can do right from your desk, 24-7. Do more than a postage meter for less. Avoid hidden fees, equipment, insurance, and there's no extra hardware to buy or lease. Never pay full price for stamps again. Get postage discounts you can't even get at the post office. Customer support, always ready to help. Available by phone, email, or chat. Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Not just for small office mailings, multi-location solutions, shipping solutions, and warehouse solutions. ThriveMarket.com. Healthy living made easy. Guaranteed savings on your favorite organic brands delivered straight to your door. Healthy groceries shouldn't break the bank. Low price promise. Find a product cheaper elsewhere. Thrive Market will beat the price. Here's how it works. Build your order. Shop 6,000 plus wholesome products. Curated just for members. Never run out. Get recurring deliveries on a schedule personalized to you. You're in control. Easily add or remove items. Skip a delivery or pause anytime. Your new one-stop shop. From organic pantry staples to clean beauty to non-toxic home. Shop by over. 70 diets and values like gluten-free, ketogenic, organic, vegan, thoughtfully sourced seafood. Thrive Market is aligned closely with key industry watchdogs to identify partners who catch sustainable and traceable seafood. For $5 a month for a risk-free trial for 30 days. 
fast, free, carbon neutral shipping, free gifts and samples. Every membership gives to someone in need. Better for you and the planet. Ethical and sustainable sourcing. Carbon neutral shipping. Zero waste warehouses. Recyclable compostable packaging. Thrive also gives. Every annual membership sponsors a free one for a family in need. Thrive's mission is to help make organic foods more accessible. Good morning. Hope you had a good week. Today's uh, true crime story is Small Sacrifices, Diane Down's Life, Crimes, Trial, and Incarceration. Elizabeth Diane Fredrickson Downs, born August 7, 1955, is an American criminal who murdered her daughter and attempted to murder her other two children in May 1983. Following the crime, she told police a man had attempted to carjack her and had shot the children. She was convicted in 1984 and sentenced to life in prison, plus 50 years. Downs briefly escaped in 1987 and was recaptured. She is a subject of, the, of a book by Anne Rule and, and a made-for-TV movie based upon it, both called Small Sacrifices. She was denied parole in December 2008 and again in December 2010. However, she was able to try again in 2021 at age 65. Early life. Diane Downs was born in Phoenix, Arizona, August 7, 1955. Two parents, Wesley Linden, 1930s and 2017, and Willa Dean Engel Fredrickson. She was testified. She has testified that her father abused her when she was 12 years old. Diane graduated from Moon Valley High School in Phoenix, where she met her husband Steve Downs. After high school, she enrolled at Pacific Coast Baptist Bible College in Orange, California, but was expelled after only one year for promiscuous behavior and soon returned to her parents' home in Arizona. On November 13, 1973, Diane married Steve Downs as a running away from home. Their first child, Christy Ann, was born in 1974. Sherilyn followed in 1976, and Steve and Daniel born, being born in 1979. The couple divorced in 1980 because Steve thought Steve and Daniel, known as Danny, was a result of an affair Diane had. On May 8, 1982, Downs gave birth to a daughter through surrogacy. She named the child Jennifer before turning her over to her intended parents, Prior to her arrest, Downs was employed by the United States Postal Service, assigned to the mail routes to the city of Cottage Grove, Oregon. Cheryl Lynch, shortly before her death, reportedly told the neighbor of her parent, grandparents that she was afraid of her mother. Shootings On May 19, 1983, Downs shot her three children and drove them in a blood-spattered car to Mackenzie Willamette, Willamette Hospital. Upon arrival, Cheryl, age 7, was already dead. Danny, age 3, was paralyzed from the waist down, and Christy, age 8, had suffered a disabling stroke. Downs herself had been shot in the left forearm. She claimed she was carjacked on a rural road near Springfield, Oregon, by a strange man who shot her and the children. However, investigators and hospital workers became suspicious because they decided her manner was too calm for a person who experienced such a traumatic event. She also made a number of statements that both police and hospital workers considered highly inappropriate. Suspicions heightened when Downs, upon arrival at the hospital, visited her children phone Robert Knickerbocker, a married man and former co-worker in Arizona with whom he had been having an extramarital affair. The forensic evidence did not match her story. There was no blood spatter on the driver's side of the car, nor was there any gunpowder residue on the driver's door or on the interior door panel. Knickerbocker also reported to police that Downs had stalked he had been seen willing to kill his wife if it, were, if it meant that she could have him to herself. He said that he was relieved that she had left for Oregon and that he was able to reconcile with his wife. Downs did not disclose to the police she owned the 20, 
22 caliber handgun, but both Steve Downs and Nickelback informed them that she did. Investigators later discovered Downs bought the handgun in Arizona while they were while they were unable to find the actual weapon. They found unfired casings in her home with extracted markers from the same gun that shot her children. Many damaging witnesses saw her car being driven very slowly toward the hospital at an estimated speed of 5 to 7 miles per hour, 8 to 11 kilometers per hour, con contradicting her claim that she drove to the hospital at high speed after the shooting. Based on this and additional evidence, Downs was arrested on February 8, 28, 1984, nine months after the shooting, and charged with one account of murder and two counts each of attempted murder and criminal assault. Prosecution Prosecutors argued that Downs shot her children to be free of them so she could continue her affair with Knickerbocker as she claimed that he let it be known that he did not want children in his life. Much of the case was against her arrested on the testimony of her surviving daughter, Christy, who, once she recovered her ability to speak, described how her mother shot all three children while parked at the side of the road and then shot herself in the arm. Christy was eight years old at the time of the murder and nine years old at the time of the trial. Downs was convicted on all charges on June 17, 1984, and sentenced to life in prison, plus 50 years. She would have to serve 25 years before being considered for, for parole. Psychiatrist diagnosed as narcissistic, histrionic, and antisocial personality disorders. Most of her sentences to be served consecutively. The judge made it clear that he did not intend for Downs to ever be free again. Aftermath. Downs' two surviving children eventually wanted to live with the lead prosecutor on the case, Fred Hugie. He and his wife, Joanne, adopted them in 1986. Prior to her arrest, Downs became pregnant with a fourth child to give birth to a girl whom she named Amy Elizabeth a month after her 1984 trial. Ten days after we heard Downs sentencing, Amy was seized by the state of Oregon, adopted by Chris and Jackie Babcock, who named her Rebecca. As an adult, Rebecca appeared on The Oprah Winfrey Show and ABC's 2020 discussing how she feels about her biological mother. She wrote to Downs in her younger years and has stated that she regrets it regarding her mother as a monster. Downs was incarcerated at the Oregon Women's Correctional Center in Salem. She escaped on July 11, 1987, and was recaptured a few blocks from prison on July 21st. She received an additional five-year sentence for the escape. After her recapture, Downs was transferred to the New Jersey Department of Corrections, Clinton Correctional Facility for Women. After her law, after heavy lobbying from Hugie. The Salem prison was located 66 miles from Hugie's home in Springfield during her 10 days of freedom. Hugie had feared that Downs would attempt to travel there in hopes of contacting Christy and Danny. Despite security upgrades at the women's facility after the escape, state officials have accepted Hugie's argument that the risks of harm to Christy and Danny in the event of another escape remain too great for Downs to remain incarcerated in Oregon. In 1994, after serving 10 years, Downs was transferred to the Depart California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. While in prison, she earned an associate degree in general studies. In 2010, she was located in the Valley State Prison for Women in Chowchilla, California, but transferred out when the facility was converted to an all-male institution in 2013. Author Ann Rowe wrote the book Small Sacrifices, 1987, detailing Downs' life and murder trial. The book documented accounts by friends, acquaintances, neighbors, and her surviving daughter, Christy, who questioned the quality of her parenting. A made-for-TV movie also titled Small Sacrifices, starring Farrah Fawcett, as Downs aired on ABC in 1989. Parole hearing. Downs sentenced that she could not be considered for parole until 2009 under Oregon law at the time and as, dangerous, as a dangerous offender. Downs would have been eligible for a parole hearing every two years until she is released or dies in prison. In her first application of parole in 2008, 
Downs reaffirmed Innes over the years. She said, I have told you and the rest of the world that a man shot me and my children. I, ne I have never changed my story. Her first parole hearing was on December 9, 2008. Lane County District Attorney Jessica Hark Harkler wrote to the parole board. Downs continues to fail to demonstrate any honest insight into her criminal behavior. Even after her conviction, she continues to fabricate new versions of events which under which the crimes occurred. He also wrote that she altered, alternately refers to her assailants as a pushy-haired stranger, two men wearing ski masks with drug dealers and corrupt law enforcement officials. Downs participated in the hearing from the Valley State Prison for Women. She was not permitted a statement, but answered questions from the parole board. After three hours of interviews and 30 minutes of deliberation, she was denied parole. Downs faced her second parole hearing on December 10, 2010. She was denied parole and under a new law, will not be eligible for parole for another 10 years. She will have to wait to apply for parole until 2020, when she will be 65 years old. Thank you for listening to this true crime story. Stay safe out there. Have a good week, and thank you for listening.